Welcome to Gear Up with Gear Experts, Episode 9, Tool Tethering. Gear Up with Gear Experts is a bi-weekly show hosted by me, John Medina, my colleague Alex Giddings. The show is for at-height workers, industry, and construction, and is brought to you and produced by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. This episode's theme is tool tethering. Tool tethering is another way to ensure that your crew, both the ones climbing and doing the work and the ones on the ground, stay safe. Today we are proud to have gear expert Jim Zepp as our guest in the studio. Jim has been with GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply for just over six years and is the regional sales manager for the South Central region. Jim, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey here at GME and Columbia Safety? Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, I've been here just over six years. Um, have a little bit of a, came in with a little bit of a um, fall protection background, a lot of construction safety equipment background, and um, just been growing with the company. Every every day I learn something and um, the the whole gear expert uh, mantra is something that we live by and I just try to keep up with it. So it's been fun. So uh, like you said, I'm the South Central Regional Sales Manager, which means that I cover uh, the South Central part of the United States from New Mexico over to uh, Mississippi and um, basically everything in between. Awesome, Jim. Thanks. We're so excited to have you in the studio with us. So as we mentioned at the top of the show, this week we're going to talk about tool tethering. So now it's time to get to the fun part, questions. Alex, care to start the questions? Sure, John. Let's get to it. So Jim, what exactly is tool tethering and I guess how can crews apply it during their workday? So I look at, at tool tethering the same way that I look at, at fall protection for the workers themselves. Um, you know, you could have something like a screwdriver that when you're holding it, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but if you drop it 300 feet, it becomes a, a very dangerous projectile. So uh, something that, that these guys can do to apply it to their workday is with different tool tethering options, um, a, to keep them from dropping the tools for a safety precaution, and B, for their efficiency and their productivity. So these guys can use a multitude of different tethering and connection options to either connect those tools to themselves or to the uh, structure that they're working on. Yeah, and I think one thing to really consider you, you touched on is the productivity side. Um, and, you know, it, a dropped object not only could potentially hit someone, but also equipment below, which could, you know, have catastrophic repercussions for, you know, if they're working on a cell phone tower, it could take down part of the network or something like that, or, you know, damage a vehicle or anything like that. So it's not just about the people working below. It's also the the productivity. If you drop the only screwdriver or wrench that you need that fits, you know, uh, that size coax, then someone either has to send it back up or you have to go down and get it. So Mm -hmm. something to consider. Right. Yeah. And now that we have a better understanding of what exactly tool tethering is and some of the reasons why we need tool tethering, you kind of touched on it in the beginning there, but I think it's worth talking about the amount of force that a dropped tool can actually have when it is dropped. So that's not really going to be something that people think about too much when they're holding a you know one or two pound sleever bar or something like that. But whenever they drop that, even if it was connected to them with a just a, a string that was you know two or three feet long, you might be looking at something upwards of eighty or ninety or, or or more pounds of force put on your body, where that can be greatly reduced with the use of a a bungee cord or a shock absorption tool tether lanyard. Yeah, so like the days of duct taping a uh, wrench onto your wrist or onto your harness with some twine or over or, or even you know uh, 
a nylon runner sling or something like that. There, there's been so much engineering to design these tool tethers to properly absorb the energy and also uh, restrict the fall of a tool. Yeah, so something that we even tried to do here at the GME supply level was to do our own internal drop test, um, which we used the Rock Exotica LC1, and the load cell enforcer. Um, and so that way we were kind of able to control it a little bit better where we dropped a Klein bullpen, which weighed about three pounds. We had forces that ranged from 70 to 38 pounds with the use of a tool tether, um, which is greatly reduced from the 98 pounds that we had without the tool tethers. Um, I mean, that's a significant drop, and, and that's a lot, lot safer for me. I know, I know if that was attached to me, and it, it would pull me right off the tower, so something to think about. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's something that you can see on our YouTube channel um, and also the, the blog post that we mentioned. Um, you can actually see the video of that drop test for yourself. And then I guess moving on from that, every tool is different. So there's different shape, weight, and how the tool is used uh, are some of the things that you need to consider uh, when you're deciding how you're going to tether your tool and how you're actually going to anchor it to either your body or the structure. Yeah, and I, and I think for me, this is actually where it becomes difficult. So we have great relationships with, with many different manufacturers for tool tethering products, um, all the way from Ergonine to Tie Float to Klein. You know, everybody who manufactures some sort of a tool or a tool drop solution, you know, we have a great relationship with. And so I, I look at this like everyone has tried to catch a rolling football and you never know where it's going because there's so many different points and and there's no consistency. And it's kind of the same way with a tool. So they have so many different solutions for so many different tools, um, which is why we have those relationships. So that way we know where to go and, and communicate with those folks. Um, so this all kind of stemmed from years back when a, uh, um, a worker dropped a tape measure from a structure. It bounced and actually bounced into the open window of a car and killed, killed a person. Just happened to be someone driving by on their way to work one day and got Crazy killed by a tape measure. Freak accident. Right, yeah. And so that's why there's so many different options. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy out there. Well, and the other thing, not only so many different options for the tethers themselves and how they're anchored, but also how they're connected to the tools. So a lot of manufacturers of tools are actually building in uh, connection points on the tools themselves. So um, while there are a lot of very unique and specific ways to, you know, tether screwdrivers and that sort of thing. A lot of the manufacturers are also being proactive and putting connection points on the tools. So consider that when you're outfitting your toolbox as well. Yeah. And if you've got a lot of older tools that are still good, um, there are a ton of different solutions to actually retrofit your old tools to where they can use a tool tether. Uh, there's shrink wrap, there's different types of material ways to retrofit it, and then they have connections that you can actually put onto your tools that will help you tether them as well. So going forward when you're getting new tools definitely keep in mind that a lot of these manufacturers have new tool tethering options built into their tools but if you have some older tools that you're not ready to get rid of yet we do have options for that as well well an important thing to also consider there is that the connection options like the shrink wrap and the the different you know tape items and collars and that sort of thing is they're all tested and designed specifically for this purpose you know, you might think that, oh, just a, a few wraps of duct tape or just traditional heat shrink might be good enough, but it's not tested to the standard. And there's no way to know that it will actually hold up if you're dropping, you know, a 
a 10 pound sledge or something like that. That's the new ANSI standard has specifics for testing. And when you're using a product designed for this, you know that it'll do its job. Yeah. I mean, the, the level of, of technology that goes into just some, some tape that's specifically designed for tool drop is a lot farther than it's way over my head. So it's, it, there's been some, some scientific thought put into this stuff. Exactly. So we just got done talking about how many different choices there are out there for tethering your tools. And it can be a little daunting when you're starting to look at it on what you need and how you're going to connect it and what's best to do. So Jim, what are your suggestions if someone needs to start outfitting their crew with tool tethering, how they should get started? What, what can you recommend for starting that process? Well, I think the, the most important thing is to have a good inventory of the tools that you have um, and then communicate that with your GME supply rep. Uh, we can work with our vendors and with our uh, distribution partners to be able to come up with a solution for what you need. That way it's going to be the most appropriate solution for the type of tool you have. Perfect, Jim. I think that's a ton of good information. And thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about tool tethering. We do have one last question for you, though. If someone wanted to reach out to you and talk to you about tool tethering or anything in general, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, sure. No problem. A um, couple ways to reach out to me. Uh, specifically, you can either call me at my direct number, 573-234-4401. Uh, send me an email at jim at gmesupply.com. Uh, or if you're not sure who your rep is and you just wanted to talk to somebody in our customer service line, you can reach out to our um, headquarter number at 718-210-3913. Thanks, Jim. And then we'd also like to remind our listeners that you can chat with customer service reps by going to gmesupply.com and clicking the click here to chat button in the lower right hand corner. And now it's time to move on to our weekly insight. Jim Zepp just dropped some knowledge bombs about tool tethering. So this week, we're going to dive a little deeper into the dropped objects prevention standard. Alex, let's break down the ISEA ANSI 121 dropped objects prevention standard. Yeah, John. So I kind of touched on this a few minutes ago, but um, I think it'd be best to start with a brief history. So tool tethers have been around for quite some time. Um, however, they used to be just referred to as tool lanyards. Um, and this started to cause some confusion in the industry to clarify a fall protection lanyard for a person versus a uh, lanyard for a tool. So um, they adopted the name tool tethers to prevent that confusion. Yeah, I mean, that could be confusing, especially if you don't say uh, fall protection lanyard and tool lanyard, you would just say lanyard most of the time. So a lot of people wouldn't really know which one you're talking about. What exactly is the ANSI 121 dropped objects prevention standard? Yeah, so the ISEA ANSI 121 dropped objects prevention standard has been around for about a year at this point uh, at the time of recording, and it was released in July of 2018, and it outlines the safety standards and requirements for testing at height tool tethering equipment in order to increase safety. Awesome, Alex. So this standard sets guidelines so that when you buy tool tethers, you can be assured that they are high quality and that they'll actually work, as long as they have the ISEA ANSI 121 badge. But what does this standard outline for safety managers, business owners, or crew leads, or anybody that's trying to buy a tool tether? Well, I guess technically nothing. Um, the standard covers testing requirements, but it doesn't outline anything about requirements for tool tethering methods 
uh, on a specific job site or in a specific industry. Um, it also doesn't necessarily mean that there will ever be a, a hard and fast requirement for tool tethering. Um, that doesn't mean that it isn't a good idea or that you shouldn't still do it. It just means there are no legal requirements at the moment. That being said, we have seen quite a few industries um, or companies or you know GCs on construction sites or uh, that sort of thing that are mandating it um, as a blanket policy. But per you know OSHA, there there is no requirement at this time. Yeah, and while we can't tell anyone what to do, we know the dangers of drop tools and making sure that you tether those tools can take a job that's already pretty dangerous by itself and make it a little bit safer. We just covered a lot of info. If you want to read more information about everything we covered in this episode, head on over to gearexperts.com episode 9 to check out our show notes. April was a busy month for us and we have no plans of slowing down anytime soon. We are going to be joining our friends from FieldSense and MultiWave at ConnectX in Orlando, Florida from May 20th through the 23rd. So if you find yourself at that show, be sure to stop by the FieldSense and MultiWave booths and have a chat with our gear experts. We'd also like to remind everyone that while the show is meant to be fun, entertaining, and informative, it is not intended to replace proper in-depth training. Manufacturer's instructions must also be followed and reviewed before any fall protection equipment is used, and proper training should be received before operating any equipment or before climbing. We'd like to hear from you about why you climb. Email us a voice message at gearup at gearexperts.com about why you climb and what climbing means to you for a chance to be featured on the show, and win some swag, of course. We hope you had fun and found value in today's episode. You can find more information and detailed show notes at gearexperts.com episode 9. Get social with us at Gear Expert Show, at GME Supply, and at COL Safety on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Gear Up with Gear Experts is available on all major podcast listening platforms. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the show. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to tell your friends, too. If you've got a few extra seconds to drop a rating and review in iTunes and let us know how we're doing, that'd be awesome. Gear Up with Gear Experts is presented, produced, and edited by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. Your hosts are Alex Giddings and John Medina. And until next time, climb higher.